I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. But there's something factually wrong there that I go and reply the same thing to everyone. You can just tell us what happened. No, I comment with my private account. (laughs) How come we cannot have real conversations anymore? This is your daily catch up. Okay, so today's episode is in collaboration with the National Youth Council. So I'm sure none of us are unfamiliar with the term getting cancelled, right? It's almost like we can, cannot talk any, about anything online without being like scared for our lives. And yet. <laughs> and so today we are going to talk about how to have proper conversations. And Grace is here to help us with that. What's up? What's up? What's up? Correct. Correct. So Grace here is uh, from Co-founder this... Co-founder of Friendzone. That's hi, I'm Grace. I'm from Friendzone. Um... Friendzone is a company that creates events for people to get to know new people over conversation. What made you start this company? What made me start this company? Uh, so I lived on campus when I was in university. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I went to the halls. And then, if you've ever lived on hall, in hall. I never even go uni, man. <laughs> we didn't make it very <laughs> So I lived on campus in uni. And it was really just like living in a building with a bunch of people your age. Which is really fun because there's a lot of activities, a lot of opportunities to like chat, have breakfast, have lunch, have dinner, hang out. Mm. And the people who you're living with are very different from you. Mm. But because you live together, you get to know each other, get to know their likes, dislikes, their personalities, their interests, their lifestyles. Mm. Yeah. And so I realized that after I moved back from Hall, I didn't know anyone who lived around me, which was a very stark contrast from the experience where I walked down the corridor, hi, 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 hi. Like I know the people mm. who live around me. Yeah. And so I realized that it's not that um, young people don't want to get to know their neighbors, it's just that there's no opportunity for us to get to know the people around us. Right. Yeah. I mean like if you mm. your HGB area, right? Like your neighborhood estate. Uh, no events for young people. Right? Mm. Yeah. I actually don't know my neighbors. Yeah, most people don't. Yeah. 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 I mean, Wait, but your neighbors are you, you that should doesn't change anything because they are rich. <laughs> then they're all no, okay, no, it's not true. Yeah. But, we'll it's, move on. but it's just the idea that like as you grow older, you lose friendships when you transition to life stages. Mm. True. Like you change job, you graduate, you move to a new country, move to a new neighborhood. Right, and yeah. you lose friends, ah. So okay. what was the big idea for you then? Um, creating spaces for people to come and just make friends, ah. A zone for friends. That's right, friend zone. I'm very familiar <laughs> with the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> how do y'all start talking about like hot button issues or like getting into like how to talk about these things? We don't set the context for them. As opposed to we create the space for people to come and just have conversation with one another and be curious about each other's lives. It's really just the idea that when you meet someone new, um, how do you have a meaningful conversation that isn't the standard like, oh, what do you do for work? Right. Oh, I just like, like very Chinese near conversation. That's my go-to one. Like, yeah. what do you do for work? Yeah. No, what do you recommend then? What's the like? Like, find out more exciting things about the personal life, uh, You know, like so what? Like, what are you excited about right now? <gasps> oh, that's so cool. Wait, wait, writing down. Sorry. <laughs> do, you, do you have a book? But I guess the idea is that people are more than just their jobs, right? Yeah. You know, and your job doesn't define you. And like, you may be doing this role, but you have like passion projects on the side, and there's so much more interesting thing about the person <laughs> than just that day job. Correct, correct, yeah. correct. Exactly. I also believe in that. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it works as a good opener, but then the conversation might remain shallow la, right mm, yeah. so so each of these sessions is like 10 people coming together to it's all... not 10 it's like 30 to 40 people mm. yeah. 30 to... and we usually oversubscribe yeah. nice. so how many people are in one group uh, 5 4 4 people 4 5 mm. wow intense yeah oh it's like that la. 
Oh, yeah, I yeah, but basically it's just like people hanging out on tables. Right. We have conversation uh, cards. Right. And the conversation oh. cards have instructions. Do you that. sell these cards? Um, no, not yet. Maybe one day. Soon. Ah, what a great IP. It's just she runs, we are not really strangers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they copy us, huh? So have you noticed like in any of these sessions, right? Like what do people gener- generally find more difficult to talk about? Conversations at the sessions aren't very difficult because people come in the headspace to want to talk. Right. Yeah. So I think sometimes as in having conversations is really about setting the right context or the safety for people to be honest and open. So today, <laughs> as in we are, we'll be using some of the more hot button issues in Singapore, like to talk so about. Don't to talk without yeah. offending people now. Yeah. So okay. if you if you are about to be offended, calm down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just it's a, just a conversation. <laughs> just a conversation. If guys. what Grace say offends you, you need to check yourself. <laughs> <laughs> so this episode we are. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We identify ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> While we're on the topic of talking about things, let's talk about whether you have liked, shared, and subscribed. Because if you haven't, this is your reminder for you to do so. Thank you very much for your support. Back to the episode. So Friendzone has like kindly shared with us like a list of things, which is basically a dummy's guide to how to have a conversation. And I'm just going to run through that list, right? And oh, very nice. Let's see how it goes. Mm. The question is, right, are we unable to have conversations now because of like work and cancer culture? Like online, right? Firstly, everyone thinks that it's about winning. Nobody cares about explaining your side to the other party if the other party is not on your side. You know what I mean? Guilty. Oh, why are you guilty? Just too competitive. Just want to win online debates. We've moved along. (laughs) (laughs) People keep thinking that when I'm having a conversation, right, the aim of it is to convert your views. Mm. So if I'm talking about abortion, the end of it is to make sure you're on the same side as me and not just to understand your side because that's not enough. Mm, yeah. yeah. And people are more like focused about winning. Do you have like personal experiences about with that? I have a thought on that. I feel like nobody really goes on the internet trying to piss everybody off and want to get all rich up and angry. Because I feel like even in those people that comment those really hateful and angry comments, right? They themselves also very triggered. And nobody gets up in the morning and be like, I'm a trigger myself today. So I think it's a lot on the first comment or when you want to correct people or you want to teach people something, right? A lot of times, you comment in a way such that that person, right, have no choice, right, but to F you back. You know? It's like a, can you even read low? (laughs) It's like, then then you know, I don't want, if I cannot reply, if I don't reply, it means I cannot read. If I reply, it means I need to tell you. So it's like, you you put me in such a spot, you know, but it's supposed to, hey, I think you missed out that part, right? It's like, Hey, you're right. I missed out that part. Like, I didn't read that part of that piece of news that triggered me. So I feel like we can address the first few response. You know, mm. the first few times where I want to say, oh, I, I, I disagree with you because, or I think you're wrong because, or in my experience is different because. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a negative spiral sometimes also. Mm. Yeah, and if you don't respond constructively or you don't think about your choice of words, then it's very easy to be offended. Uh. I've actually yeah. heard someone say that like personal experience trumps everything. It's like it's like them experiencing versus the actual facts and figures. Yeah. Like trumps their argument. La. So like someone can say like, oh, uh, actually unemployment is at its lowest rate is 10%, but then someone says, huh, my whole family is unemployed. <laughs> you know? You are the you 10%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's true. La. Like, <laughs> unemployment is a good thing. Hey, why are you laughing? But if you cannot find a job, ah. Uh, it just doesn't make sense to you. What do you mean? Yeah. What do you mean only 1.9% of the country cannot find a job? Then it's me and my friend. 
But I think like going back to your point about winning and like not understanding the other person, right? I think a very like like a, a personal experience that I that I remember experiencing was that I had a group of friends and and some of them belonged to to um the minority groups, like right. And then one of our other friends wrote something on Facebook. You see, we can't even say that properly, right? Yeah. Okay. Friends, oh, Chinese friends. Yeah, okay, I, I, Malay. I, I, say that anymore. I have a couple of Indian friends uh. and then another Indian friend wrote something on Facebook. I had a Chinese friend and he's like quite activist kind of like level, right? So he was like, dude, that's very racist and offensive. And then like towards the, the Indian like race. La. So my two other friends saw that and went, no dude, like it's not racist to us. Wait, like, so you can't be racist towards your own race? No, as in whatever that guy said, I can't remember what it was. Oh, they don't but consider it, it, it to we, be racist. We don't okay, consider okay. it to be racist. La. And then the Chinese guy just kept going on about how this is actually really racist towards like Indians. And instead of saying, okay, why don't you think so? Or like, this is right, why I think right. so. Mm. This is, can you explain to me why you don't think so? So I can like learn. He just went, kept on saying like, no, if you call out certain races or something like that, then it's racist. And it was just such a, like a right. non-argument at the end of the day. He just wanted to call out racism and then be done with it just to win right. the argument. Right. But on that note, right, I also do kind of think that it's interesting that it's like the Chinese guy that is calling out. It's kind of like the flip side of mm, what yeah. things usually that, right? are. Majority Virtue privilege. signaling. <laughs> <laughs> I also wonder, right, like, I mean, clearly here, there's, we're all Chinese people, right? So then like, hey, is it Grace okay? Do you check? So Grace, are you Chinese? She don't know what is ketchup in Chinese. So. <laughs> <laughs> there are three people here that don't know what ketchup is in Chinese. <laughs> I'm actually half Chinese. Yeah, half Chinese. Yeah, half Filipina. Oh. Yeah, so my mom's Filipina mm. and my dad is Singaporean Chinese. So for minimally half Chinese people, <laughs> like is it what okay half? for us to talk about race without the presence of a minority member? Oh, it comes out in the comment section a lot. Huh? Yeah. Do you have to be part of that community to actually talk about that community? I actually saw this TikTok right where this guy basically has been going around. To Are you part of the TikTok exports. community though? I'm not. But I'm going to talk about them anyway and this proves my point, right? So like, there's this guy who just goes around and talks to different like, so-called experts, so like very woke people and ask them, what does it mean to be a woman? And so he asks a lot of different people, right? And then there's this one guy who is super, super woke and he just says, I can't answer that. You have to ask a woman. He's like, no, I'm just asking oh God, what is a woman? Like what, what, what makes a woman? He said, I cannot answer that. Ask a woman. Even better, ask a, a trans woman. Like ask a woman. And then this, this guy is like, okay, what, what's a cat? And they said, oh, a cat's a, it's an animal, a feline animal with whiskers. Mm-hmm. Are you a cat? And then the guy just starts walking away and said, I've made a grave mistake. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good example. Yeah. So have there been like heated conversations that have happened? Like friends on sessions? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, I'm not that I'm aware of oh. at least. Yeah. But you've had very heated <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, coming back to it, right? I think our session's really just about creating the space for people to get to know one another on a personal level. Yeah, and I think the Headspace is really, I'm here to learn about you and your lifestyle and your thoughts and your perspectives on things. Anyway, if we go back to being unable to talk about things, I think like we've kind of touched on a few of the pointers, which is like people don't really dare to ask questions nowadays because they feel like, mm. I'm not sure whether it's about like ignorance, like the people are afraid to show that they're ignorant about a certain thing and being caught out for it. Or like secondly, it's just difficult to be asking such questions to who you're asking it to. Like if say for example, in your example, right, if I want to ask a trans woman certain questions, I don't know what would off- offend them. So then how do I navigate that? I think people are just scared. Like to to engage, right? And mm-hmm. maybe the opening question is to state that you're asking because you're curious or you're asking because you don't know. You genuinely want to find out more. I think sometimes if you come to someone and you ask something very directly and very, it may come across very rude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So even just an attitude of curiosity, like, yeah, actually, I've been thinking about this thing. Um, can I get your thoughts on this? 
Yeah, set the context la, yeah. early. I feel like the frustration today, right, that maybe like people in the past didn't experience is that we have so much access to information. And so that difference comes when like there are certain things that I can ask, but obviously you go and Google first, right? Because ignorance doesn't ignorance shouldn't be an excuse for why you offend somebody, right? With a with just a straight up question, right? But I also cannot be expected to know everything about every culture. Yeah. Exactly. So then there's this strange layer of expectation on everyone now that why didn't you Google this first? But right. at the same time, I'm also thinking like, I have to Google everything that I'm thinking about, yeah. curious about me. That's damn exhausting. Ma. So then it comes to this point where I, like, when is it my fault that it's ignorance? And then when is it like, okay for me to just ask and not know but then learn I mean I think it's good that you're even having this thinking because honestly it's (laughs) guys I think (laughs) contrary to popular (laughs) thinking does take place because a conversation is two parties right that's the person asking and the person receiving right so it's also like on your end when someone asks you a question like how do you respond kindly by the question that is coming (laughs) your way now Right? Like, like you'll say at the start uh, as in if you hear something then you get triggered check yourself also uh. yeah I think the other thing also is is laziness la. I feel like there's just so many things to take note of mm. now right that it becomes so like difficult to just go oh I need to update myself with all of this that I just rather be ignorant at least for certain groups of people I feel I think like a question that I, I've had is always that like whose responsibility is it to educate or to like start co- start conversations to educate people? You know what I mean? Like is it yeah. the person who's disadvantaged who feels like I need to be understood or you all just don't get me, right? Mm. Is it up to me or is it up to people who have the majority in certain situations, right? To say, okay, like I under- I'm checking myself, right? I, yeah. I know that I'm in this better position. Like gender equality must be initiated by men, not women. Yeah. yeah. Or like, is it like the government? So I actually like read this like CNA article, right? They were talking about how uh, people, I think like more than half of respondents felt that like publicly talking about race will cause like some, will cause unnecessary tension. And so they actually wanted politicians to be the one to start these conversations instead. Mm. I have the stat here, right? 88% of respondents say it's important for political leaders to talk openly about racism because if they take the lead, it will avert potential tension. Yeah, so then my question is like, you know, whose responsibility is it to start these conversations? Is it the government or is it the minority or the majority? What do you think? It's everyone's responsibility. Cop out. No, <laughs> <laughs> it's true, right? yes. I mean, yeah, it's... Everyone, yeah. I, I feel like if you need to affect change, it has to come from the majority, but it can only start if the. She's stressed. <laughs> so no one knows. It's not possible. It just shows it's not possible. Yeah. I consider myself somewhat liberal, a liberal centrist, right? But I am quite progressive. But because there is a, such a far left like group right that is even way more woke and liberal to me and even way more yes that 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 <laughs> makes me feel more right than I am you know what that- <laughs> too much adjectives yeah. yes yeah <laughs> the no, f- he's actually. no he feels like he's here <laughs> but then because there are people that are here oh, yeah, correct. that are so yeah, far correct. that it makes him feel like here uh, yeah, okay. gets you, man. yeah that's, I was using that but with words <laughs> <laughs> Left and right, well, but yeah, I, I'm no, great. I, I can be the translator and I want yeah. to thanks. But yeah. honestly, that's what we need, right? Like more people to help translate each other. Thanks, yeah. thanks, Denise. Well, but I, I, I don't know. I think to the point of who should start certain conversations, right? It's everybody has a select few problems that you can choose to 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 deal with or yeah. better or whatever in your life, right? You just choose those few that you want to deal with. Uh. You cannot solve all problems mm. anyway. You cannot be invested in all problems. How far can you really get, right? Yeah. So just choose those few and then just deal with those. Law. I, I also feel like there's a huge impasse. Like if we look at society as a whole- Wait, what pass? Impasse. <laughs> this is someone like that. Um, 
Like you just let me finish, then you. Oh, <laughs> then I understand, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Like the society as a whole, there is. Let's say we're talking about minority issues, right? Then there's the minority. That's the majority. It's it's important for the minority person to speak out for their fellow minority, especially for their children do not want to deal with something, right? Mm. Then and if you do that, then you're doing good lah for your for your descendants and for your for your community. Mm. However, you are also the complaining person from the minority group, right? right? And then there is the majority that if they say something, there's like, a, hey, they're not offended. Why you want to say something? Yet they are the only ones that can affect change. Up. Affect change in that sense. Yeah. And then whenever they do say something, there are also people from the minority community, right? They will be like, okay, lah, bro, relax, lah. We're not that offended, you know. Which, which the rest <laughs> of society uh, would be like, oh my god, can more people be like him? Mm. Which is more tolerant. Then at the end, the conversation also doesn't move forward. Yeah, because we prefer everybody to be like him, tolerant. Okay, yeah. but in, but either impasse. way, you get it in pass. Yeah. Either <laughs> way, the <laughs> oh, oh okay, yeah. Yeah, okay, got it, got it. Right. Oh, she help you. Yes, yes, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, but the conclusion is is that yes, you do need majority the majority to speak up to affect change. But in order for the majority to know that there's a bond in the first place, the minority needs to start that conversation. Mm. Which it's, is why if the government does it, then it kind of takes away that responsibility because I'm like now organizing a session where everyone can come together to talk without this. Yeah, but the problem right. is that if it sounds too forced, then people don't care about it also. True, true, but true. is that not what the government is for? Like we elect this group of people to help us to have address these certain issues. Yeah. Mm. So mm. then they represent really lah. Yeah, but government can't solve all problems, right? Which is also why there's different groups of people who are speaking up about the things that they care about. Mm. I mean, that's why I, I said earlier, it's really everyone. Everyone does play a different contribution to the larger issues. Say, we don't like her answer, mm. then we talk one round and then we end up at her answer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's great that we've learned um, through conversation. <laughs> Something else that like, I think makes it difficult is that people don't really take time to process dialogue. Like, it feels like the moment someone says something that differs from mine, right? I feel like I need to get my opinion in. Yeah. Right? Or like, people just don't feel, they don't continue conversations, which we see a lot on social media. Right? Like, this is the trending news. People talk about it, talk about it in their own circle of friends or so. Mm. And then after that, when the news dies down, then the conversation just dies down. So. Like the war in Ukraine. Isn't that, mm. isn't that the problem in itself? The fact that these conversations, is anything really supposed to come out of it if it's happening on like social media? Like is there, a, is there a proper place and context to have the real conversations that can actually lead to something? But you way I mean? better to raise awareness than on social media. Then in a comment section on a video man, or on a TikTok clip, no. Eh. You know, but before social media though, was was it just less of these things being known to people? It is what. Yeah. See, last time nobody got depression. Yeah. Last time, <laughs> nobody. Because <laughs> it was just not talked about. Correct, correct. So, no, no, I think generating awareness to make it become a point of focus, a yeah. topic of focus is Correct. can. Yeah. But then to actually have the conversation that leads to change or a real yeah. dialogue and discussion, that's, that doesn't continue there. Right? Yeah, people seem to be very passionate about a certain course until the next course comes along. Then actually, were you that passionate though? <laughs> I, you know I, I mean? It feels like entertainment. It feels like fishing. I think it's kind of the starting point, right? Like the very fact that we are here having a conversation about how to have a conversation. Hey. It's the starting point for getting people to think about the how they have conversations. <laughs> <laughs> After this video, then they're just okay, yeah. I'm done. Uh, we realize it cannot be done. <laughs> so because conversations are just a part of life, but like no interaction with relationships or anyone occurs outside of communication with another person. Right? Conversation is a form of communication. Right? Mm. Then conversation, the context is a two-way or group human social interaction. Whereas like, uh, maybe a podcast like this, yeah, we're talking to each other, but the listeners 
it's one way to them what. The only way they can respond back is the comments. Comments. No, you know what's funny though is that when you're actually having a face-to-face conversation, you actually have less pre- less preparation time. So by right, right, in theory, if you are conversing online or having discourse online, everyone's supposed to be actually a little bit smarter. Wait, sometimes right, I'm I am what's that? Uh, how to cook, like life research. Like they say something that I don't want to sound ignorant about it. No, the problem <laughs> is that see, that's the mindset to win. Yeah, you but see? no choice. But no choice. You have to do that because they are. I'm li- a winner. <laughs> no, <laughs> they are leaving you with the option of you are an idiot. No, like, it's not really the mindset to win, right? But it's just the mindset to understand a bit more. Like for example, if you're engaging in a conversation about something I completely don't understand, right? Then rather than to interrupt your very passionate conversation, I'm better like, oh yeah, what does impasse mean? Which is fine. <laughs> no, but I think at the end of the day, it's really just ego, right? Everyone just has an ego that it might get bruised because they might lose a conversation or like actually realize, oh, I was wrong all along and then I'm so glad that you taught me. And if everyone just let their ego down, we can actually have better conversations online. Mm. I remember being in a car once and then I, I only knew one person, the driver, mm. the three other friends behind, right? I didn't know at all. And they were talking about something which was clearly wrong, factually and also, <laughs> in my opinion, opinionatedly wrong. La. And then they were just kept going on for like half an hour and I just closed my eyes. And then the driver friend knew also that, ah, f- disagreeing. And then I just went, like, I just blurted out one sentence on why they were wrong, right? And then the whole car was just damn silent and it was awkward. And I was just like, Damn happy I was right. That's about winning. It's about winning. Check yourself. Ego. The alternative was that I would have just kept quiet throughout the entire car, right? And then just ignore Suffer them. a stroke. Probably. Or just <laughs> like, be like, oh, yeah, they want to think that way. way. They just think that way, yeah. then I'll just think my way. And then don't engage at the end of the day. But then if it's like that, then we'll never reach like a middle ground. Afterwards. Yeah. So, that, so what would have been the best way to have handled that situation? Was it to be like, hi, sorry, uh, you guys don't know me, but... Um, Mm. I think that you guys should consider this. Uh-huh. What would you do? Like for example, right? So you you let's say you're taking Grab and then it's close to election period and then and then the driver is just very upset at the government on the day that don't want to return our CPF. You as an educated young person, you kinda understand the importance of CPF. Would you just be like, yeah? <laughs> just implanted then. <laughs> Or you would try and explain to him. Plot that she don't like CPF. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, honest, honest. I think it really depends on how tired I am and how much I care. Oh. Yeah. Like, like, like you say, right? You can't care about every issue. And it's impossible. To, but even maybe hearing his point of view is, oh, okay. That's, a, that's another point of view that I never really considered before. So then like, I'm kind of wondering, how can I be honest, right? Like I want to have a mic drop moment like then kind, right? But then I also don't want to hurt people's feelings. So like, but... How do I be tactful also? Yeah. I mean, I guess in conversation, remember that there's two parts, two parties in a conversation, right? So the speaker and the recipient, I think it also depends on like which um, position you're in in a conversation, right? So for example, in uh, the story he was sharing earlier, like when you had a point to make to the other people in the car, you are kind of the respondent now to what everyone else is saying. And then you just sit there one sentence, mic drop moment, and then silence, right? Um, I think it was good that you shared your point of view, but also what could you have done to engage them to respond to what you said? Right? Because you know you just said they're like, oh, this is a thing. And then they're like, stun, then silence, then like you were saying, right, there's no no more conversation for the next 30 minutes, right back. Mm. Yeah, and then it became very awkward for the whole car, you know. But I mean a suggestion could have been to ask them like, what do you think about what I just said? Yeah. Like what are your thoughts on my point of view? I want to slap your face. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just ruined the entire road trip. Who is this guy even? Yeah. Or or no, like an, another way that I would have approached it would be like, I would have just searched it on my phone just to make sure that I'm correct and be like, hey, this just happened to appear on my phone. <laughs> Turns out this is the actor. Okay, lah, that doesn't really engage, lah. So you just to say, hey, <laughs> actually, 
interesting that you guys brought that up. However, did you consider that this may be the truth? No, like, that, that there's this other like point, mm, like, yeah. I guess. I think tone is another thing, right? Ah. Like, <laughs> the tone that you yes. share something with someone on. Because the tone also can trigger, right? I completely yeah. agree. It's only the tone that triggers, though, I think. I have a tone problem. Yeah. No, la, you don't. La. <laughs> no, you really don't. Hey, you gotta watch your tone. Actually, that. <laughs> sorry. It does make a lot of sense because, like, online. When people so I saw this like I don't know it's a social experiment or what lah that they got like, two different people to read the same set of text messages mm. and then they read it like completely oh differently. Oh my god! Yeah, yes. Yes. No, I think <laughs> actually I think that's the biggest issue when it comes to online discourse because you don't actually read the in the tone that the yeah. the sender actually sent it in. So you think that they are being damn rude or like being di- direct, but they're actually going like, hey, actually, uh, I just want to say this. Mm. Yeah, like, of, I, yeah, I, I, it's happening a lot now when you see in the comment section, right? where people are not as efficient as they used to be in the comment section, which is as little words as possible, which can be very um, irritating and it sounds very rude, yeah. right? Mm. Easy typers, huh? They're like, I might not be the expert, but I heard that blah, blah, blah. Can someone tell me if this is real or this is true, you know? And I, I really appreciate that. And I feel like um, as internet people, right? We don't, we, we can make our own social cues for whether are we just angry? We just want to say something, but y'all don't reply me. Don't worry about it. Mm. Or I want to say something and I want y'all to have a conversation with me. Then you bake in the nuance. Yeah. You bake in the conversational nuances. And then if you see something that looks like a trigger, trigger bit, then... Yeah. I mean, just on the topic of like comments, yeah. right? It's also, I think, who's the, whose platform the conversation is happening on. Mm. So for example, it's your own comment section, right? To a certain extent, you are the moderators to be the one who can mediate right if people are getting out of mm. hand yeah because uh, unless some some other person comes in to just be like hey guys guys come down like let's talk about this right yeah that's yeah. so rare though that someone will comment yeah. like as like a which is why it needs to start i think the other thing the the greatest invention <laughs> clearly not the greatest invention but one <laughs> an amazing invention right was the sarcastic sign so it's the slash s and then so what? like now no <laughs> way it's all over reddit so like whenever people comment right and then it's clearly something that you might trigger people and then after they put the uh, slash s and then it goes ah oh. you're just being sarcastic and then oh that was so good you had me uh, you had me at the first part you know that kind of thing and then it's actually just that person no being sarcastic idea. Yeah. <laughs> I it's just thought great. it was a typo <laughs> yeah, yeah it really saves yeah. a lot of because it's like a script problem <laughs> like slash b you want to bold it <laughs> Yeah. HTML yeah. No no but yeah So like so many times Like someone's just trying To be sarcastic And then they get into A heated argument And then the OP comes back And says Guys I was just being It's a joke I thought it was so obvious So no it's just Slash S mm. Solves all problems <laughs> Sometimes I feel like If I don't correct that, Correct that person mm. Is that a winning mentality <laughs> Okay anyway If I don't share My <laughs> yeah. opinions with that person Then just that person <laughs> Will just go on Living their life Thinking like this Then if everybody Thinks like that right This person will just Never change their mind ma. Mm. Maybe how? the question To ask right is Why do you think this way And just keep asking Why's Because there's so often We just want to rebut Or argue but Instead of going Oh why, why do you think that way If someone says something That you disagree with And just go down To the root of it And they might actually Just answer their own question And go Actually I don't know or you actually understand that maybe there's a point of view that you haven't considered. Uh. Irritating back the... Yeah. Why? But a lot of the times, right, they, they end up going in circles. So they will either yeah, start yeah, with yeah, point yeah. A, then yeah. you will why, 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 why until point B, then why B? Because A. Yeah. And then they kind of stuck and in then the loop. And the volume just goes up. The volume yeah. goes up. <laughs> the content remains. Yeah, it's like that one. It's the like You don't know, you don't know, boy. Boy. 
circular definition. <laughs> I guess it's also hard if the person that you're talking to isn't receptive of mm. what you have to say. Right, right, like, right. Let's say a conversation. Which is why I think is the problem in the internet, you see. I mean, we're having this conversation how do we converse better, especially on the internet because I feel like that's becoming a rising concern. Mm. But we cannot fix that people on the internet when they converse are not ready to learn or understand your viewpoint. Or can we? I, I don't think so. <laughs> like, like you said, in, in real life, she already, I mean, rightly so, you pointed out that people are just not having a conversation with intentions to see another viewpoint. Mm. They're having a conversation to state that my viewpoint is king and I'm right and all of y'all should listen to my viewpoint. Mm. And this is happening all over the internet, right? And these people exist in real life and so you cannot eliminate them from the internet. <laughs> my, my point is that it's... Rampant. These, these people are, are rampant in real life and then they will become more rampant on the internet and these people are not they, are, they don't want to have a conversation they just yeah. want to state their viewpoint and what honestly can we do honestly I was I was the perpetrate sorry that's more than I was the attack of that situation once mm. <laughs> so like I came across this one thing it's the it's the Roe v Wade abortion thing like, basically yeah. and then one of the people that I follow that I really enjoyed his content he suddenly posted something that was that triggered me la. I got copy paste the same comment that I replied to everybody who is saying who is agreeing with him right but there's something factually wrong there that I go and reply the same thing to everyone just cause I was like very upset about it I just oh wanted my God, to this like, is so recent yeah like I week, just wanted to ago. throw my viewpoint out there and then yeah then every single almost every single one of them like reply me back they reply back but kind of got reason you know so then oh. <laughs> I just keep quiet uh. but do you feel like you learned anything from that or you just felt like you lost the conversation can, can you just tell us what happened yeah it's on the internet anyway so it can't be that private we'll find it no I comment with my private account putting your real self out there that I have no one stating this thing no, cause now we got the show that I scared that like I nice. say anything that people recognize me that then I say you know. Nice, nice. But nice lah. Sometimes there are, mm. there are a lot of nice nice conversations that can appear online. So like they get our support. comment sections. I love our comment section. Coming back to earlier the question right about how do you engage in conversations better? I think, I mean, from the person who is sharing your point of view, it's also about how do you share in a manner that, um, I mean, I guess communicates your thoughts and your feelings such that you can engage responses. Yeah, because sometimes you, like, you want to say something, but also I think it's helpful to know how the other person received what you said. I mean, it's just general communication, right? Even if, even if you're a partner <laughs> with your friends, like conflict issues are just so prevalent in all sorts of relationships and that doesn't make it any different for like hot, but, hot button topics or any mm. other issues. Yeah, so mm. it's like, I mean, you know you have conversations with your partner and then your partner completely misinterprets what you say because you say in a certain way. Mm. Right? So in the same way, it's also just like when engaging with someone or sharing your point of view, it's also helpful to ask them like, oh, what do you take away from what I shared? Or what are your thoughts about what I shared? How do you feel about um, what I shared with you? Mm. Yeah. What I've seen online is something that really works whenever like say for example okay this is a really like trivial topic but say for example we're in a Liverpool fans group Reddit mm. and a Manchester United fan comes in really wanting to understand something they always start off with Manchester United fan here I come in peace and then they ask the question and it completely <laughs> sets the context you know yeah. just I come in peace right and you go okay fine ask your question yeah, so Manchester go, United yeah. fan here I come in peace why you on this for zero <laughs> I mean, because United started a full-fledged, your strongest team and we started a bunch of kids. But you ended with your full-fledged team and... and we're... F- <laughs> ah yeah, well done. Uh, that was the best score you have. In that <laughs> good chat then, good chat. Good chat, good chat. See, we understand you each other now. You can't be pissed now. <laughs> it's, it's so important for us to get this right, guys. If Why? We, if we don't, 
everyone's going to retreat back into their circles in which mm. they can have their own little safe conversations where most of the time people agree with them and you don't ever learn someone else's opposing point of view. Mm. You know? Yeah. And I think that's already happening whereby people go to pro-government, anti-government, pro-left, pro-right to, to engage in their own little conversations in which everybody will just agree with them and then it will escalate. It... Like how the left movement is escalating to until we don't know how to talk anymore. Yeah, confirmation bias. Yeah, and chambers. and it's really important that we find out the code of communication, especially on the internet, because it's developing. And if no one does anything, um, the code will develop into like that. You know, this this will be the norm. Yeah. So I think it's it is important that we uh, let's go to the comment section, right, guys, and ask. <laughs> the weirdest question you always wanted to know from another side, from another perspective and another point of view from you. I love this. And see how... <laughs> okay, I would like your comment. Don't, 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 co- don't carry on there like shit, okay? <laughs> Be honest, ah, And then just like, ask your question. The safe space. Yeah, yeah. Only this episode. <laughs> <laughs> and then we will answer. Yeah, we will really answer. Wait, who is... Like, we? We. we, or, or, we, we yeah. or other people might answer also. We will weigh in also. This will be the most commented video ever. <laughs> Or nobody there to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trap. Do youths engage in these conversations enough and why is it important that they do? Oh, I cannot speak for youths. Hey, What's the age range of the hey, NYC, Until 35. To 35. Uh, NYC yeah. ranges youth all the way to 35. So I'm still, I got a few more years eh, of youthfulness left in me. Your forehead doesn't say so, but yeah. Ooh, sorry, I thought we were making fun of each other. Mine also, I look very old. Oh, no. Why? You I didn't take know. that the way I thought you would. Yeah. <laughs> you never slash ass at the yeah. minus. <laughs> my forehead <laughs> don't have Yeah, that's true. Yeah. His forehead okay, what? Yeah, yeah. 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 I wanted to say eye wrinkles, but then I thought very, that would be more sensitive. It's because he has a receding hairline. So, hey! <laughs> See, I took that really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I cannot sleep at night. I'm going to posit a theory. I think at the end of the day, the policymakers of today, right, were once the use of yesterday. Obviously, that's how time works. But that's where you read this quote from. <laughs> yeah, thanks. No, but but the the policymakers of today, who to some people may seem conservative, right, were liberals when they were younger. Yeah. Right. They were ah, the progressive like when Dr. they were younger. Vivian. And now they yeah. have lived to the point where they can finally set the world that they want it to be. But the youth now think that it's not progressive enough. So they these guys, the youth of today, are going to be the policymakers of tomorrow. So they need to be able to come to some level of like conversation so that they know what these issues are mm. and they don't end up being old enough to become policymakers that are closed off to like mm. certain issues. Lor. Right. And and the use of today are so are so well connected and so well resourced, which is something that the use of yesterday's did not have. But I do think like interestingly, I feel like youths nowadays do understand their impact <laughs> a lot more. Like when you see on TikTok they got those like Gen Z movements, right? Like for example how they boycott they go and buy the Trump's speech tickets and after they all never go to make a statement right mm. so I think they have realised their power in a sense or at least the, the Gen Z's la, mm. like how they can impact different things and on a more personal level so it does seem like they are more woke right like they have a better understanding on different things so I do think that I do think that like things are shifting la. is that good though I don't know to be more understanding yeah I feel like you don't like him so you will deny other people like I'm talking about Donald Trump like in that specific example uh-huh. So you will deny other people a chance to listen to him. Then you must be cocksure you are right. Eh? And I think that is the problem. You have decided for someone else entirely uh, mm-hmm. that that person don't get to listen to this rally eh? in person. True. And I True. feel like that then is the problem. 
So maybe yous don't know how to responsibly use this power yet. Yeah, and, and it's it's becoming, everything becomes a movement. Right. As opposed to just a conversation. Like, why can't we have a conversation? Why must it be a demonstration or a movement? And it could be the argument is that in demonstra- in, in conversations, the needle doesn't move. Mm-hmm. You got to do something to get the politician's attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and I mean, that's perfectly reasonable. Yeah, no, I, I feel like young youths who are liberal are like that. But I feel like old conservatives are also like that. And so actually, they have a common ground. <laughs> They both just like to deny the other from access to certain things that they feel is yeah. wrong. And they all like Nasiloma. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, thank you to our partners for today's episode, the National Youth Council. We hope that whatever we've shared today will help steer you in the right direction the next time you want to have such conversations with your friends. And if you're interested in learning more, we'll be including the link to an article in the description down below. So do check that out. And thank you for watching. Like, share, subscribe. See you in the next episode. We'd like to thank Grace for joining us as well. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say that. And also do the comment thing that uh, I don't mention. Yeah. Bye bye. 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 How come they never like share and subscribe? <laughs> We're not even charging money. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> it helps us. You understand? It helps us as a business to do it for free. <laughs> People don't even like us for free. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>